0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Britney Bundles. You are listening to the Britney Bundles podcast where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And so today I'd like to share with you the times that I fired myself. The times that I fired myself, and this may sound ironic to some of you out there listening. You may be saying, Well, if you're an entrepreneur, then why are you firing yourself how do you fire yourself how does that work what is she talking about and okay all right just stick with me stick with me I'm going someplace So oftentimes in this podcast, I talk a lot about making sure that our mentality is in the right place. I talk a lot about self growth. I talk a lot about making sure that we're building on the right fundamentals and foundation. And I also talk about how important entrepreneurship is in my life, not because it gives me the freedom to do whatever I want to do, not because it gives me the freedom to be able to choose what salary I take for myself or anything like that. Those can be perks, you know, but I really enjoy entrepreneurship because it really teaches me so many lessons and it allows me to grow with my business. And we'll talk a little bit about that as we get into the podcast. But I fired myself for many things that I used to do that held me back from progressing in my business and also in my personal life. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. A big perk of entrepreneurship that a lot of people talk about is the fact that you're your own boss and that no one else can fire you. But what happens if you fire yourself? What happens if you fire yourself? And is firing yourself necessary to actually bring you closer to your goal? And so let's go ahead and talk about that today. Let's talk about this a little bit. Stay tuned because I'm going to share about the times that I fired myself and how that had a positive impact on not only my business, but on my personal life as well. Welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. Today is going to be a good one. Let's get started. All right. So I think a lot of us can stand to fire ourselves from certain habits and certain thinking patterns and certain things that we're doing in our day to day life that are not pushing us forward. We talk a lot on this podcast about making sure that we're good internally before we focus on the external benefits. And a lot of people don't really understand what I'm saying. And a lot of people, they're like, you know, whatever, I'll I'll worry about what's going on inside of me when I get time to relax. But I'm more focused on the bag. And a lot of people don't realize that there's more that you can get out of entrepreneurship than just the bag. And although you may be able to get the bag, it's not about just getting the bag, but it's also about maintaining the bag. It's also about knowing what to do when you receive that bag. And it's also knowing what to do to help others get the bag as well it's not really too fun or enjoyable for me if I'm the only person in my circle or the only person that I come into contact with that's succeeding. I don't want to be the only person at the top. You know, it can be lonely if you're the only person at the top. And so before we all get to the top or before we all get to that point where we're like, you know what, we're satisfied with where we're at and we're satisfied with everything that we've done. Now, that's not confused the two, you know, being content and also wanting more. Uh, however, I want more. I'm not in the point in my business where I'm like, you know what, everything that I've done, I'm done. You know, I did a good job. It's time for me to get out. I'm, I'm not at that point yet. And a lot of people that are listening to this podcast are not at that point either. And in order for us to get to that point and in order for us to help as many others as we possibly can get to that point, there's things that we have to change with our mentality. And so like we always say, When our mentality grows, our business grows. And so I had to fire myself in order for my business to grow. That was a part, a very important part of my mentality growing. So I fired myself from the job of thinking that I had to work a nine to five in order to survive. Telling ourselves lies and feeding ourselves negative information is a job that I fired myself from. As an entrepreneur, I have the ability to do that. As an employee, I had the ability to do that. And as a person at any stage, I have the ability to decide how I want to continue. There are a lot of people that are listening to this podcast and a lot of people that you may know that are not doing the best in their business, not because they're not smart, not because they're not talented, not because they're not motivated, but they haven't fired themselves from some of the habits that they have acquired, not only in their business life, but also in their personal life that are stunting their business growth. I used to believe that I had to work a nine to five in order to survive. And that was something that was embedded in me. And so everything that I did went around that nine to five job. Again, I'm not the nine to five job basher. I'm not gonna tell you not to work a nine to five. I'm not gonna tell you to quit your job, put everything into one basket. I'm not gonna tell you that. I always say, do what's gonna work best for you, your family, your business, do what works best for you. Not everyone can just up and quit their job and not everyone wants to quit their job. There's many entrepreneurs that decide to work and also work their business. So whatever you decide to do is what you decide to do. However, I'm referring to me at this point. And so I thought that I had to have a nine to five job in order to feed my family. I thought that I had to have a nine to five job in order to be successful. I thought that I had to work my nine to five job in order to get a piece of the American dream. That's what I thought. And so those thoughts were stopping me from moving forward when I knew and I felt that I should. I don't know if I really want to invest in this business. Why? I really don't know if I have the time with my job. I can't give up my job because that's the way that I'm going to be successful. I don't know if I can really spend time focused on different ideas, letting my creative side to come out because you know what? In about two hours, I need to clock back in and actually start another day at work. And so do I want to spend this extra time thinking about a business and what possibly could be? Or do I want to go ahead and get rest for the business that I know is, which is my job? And so the thinking patterns that I had stopped me from actually believing in myself and moving forward toward the lifestyle and toward the life that I really wanted, because I had it embedded in my mind that my nine to five was my only source of survival. And so often our paths and lives are chosen by not what we deeply desire, not by what we were created to do, but instead by what we are subconsciously indirectly and directly told by society and people who are giving advice from their experiences as they see it or pushing another agenda. So the fact that I felt that I had to have a nine to five job in order to be successful wasn't something that I was born with. It wasn't something that was just embedded in me naturally, but it's something that I started to believe because of what society told me and showed me. It's something that I believed because of what I was told. It's something that I started to gravitate to because it's what I was taught. By so many different people, by so many different TV shows, by so many different life experiences, by so many different podcasts, radio shows, books, interviews by other people that I looked up to. I thought that the success and the livelihood of my life depended on what nine to five job and what career I decided to take. Not by what I wanted to do. Yeah, I would have some jobs and I would say, you know what, hey, you know, this job is not as bad as I thought it could be. I can do this job. Yeah, I would have some career choices that I would consider and say, hmm, this may be fun. But ultimately, it was very hard for me to decide what I wanted to be as a child because everything that people would lay out to me, okay, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. None of them really set right with my heart. I said, you know what? That all seems cool and dandy, but that's not what I really want to do. And so I began to, to think, is something wrong with me? Why can't I find a career choice as easy as everyone else? Why am I having such a hard time enjoying my job? And, you know, people are saying, wow, you're making over this amount of money per hour. Why are you not satisfied? And the truth is, I wasn't satisfied because I wasn't living in my full potential. Not saying there's anything wrong with working a 9-to-5, not saying there's anything wrong with the jobs that I decided to walk away from. However, it is something wrong when I deny myself to reach my full potential by believing that I have to fit inside of this box in order to reach success, by believing I had to fit inside of this box in order to be a good mother, I had to fit inside of this box in order to be a good daughter, in order to be a good uh, family member, in order to be a good role model. I had to fit inside of this box and take the 9-to-5 route or take the career route that That was not working for myself and did not feel good to myself because I wanted to not only please everyone else, but I wanted to also have a good life for myself. Now, one reason that I love entrepreneurship and anyone that knows me professionally or personally knows that I have a passion for entrepreneurship. I truly enjoy empowering everyone that I come into contact with through entrepreneurship, regardless if you decide to keep your nine to five or not. There's power in entrepreneurship. The one reason that I love entrepreneurship, or I don't even want to say the one reason, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons that I love entrepreneurship is because it grows with me. Entrepreneurship grows with me. I never have to worry about outgrowing my growth. Think about that. I don't have to worry about outgrowing my growth. Now, I can't say the same for the classes that I took. I can't say the same for the jobs that I worked nor the careers that I chose. Those areas did not grow with me. This is why it's very imperative to find what it is you want for yourself in relation to strategic planning. So my job, I would get a job and sometimes I would say, you know what, the first few weeks, even the first few months, I mean, sometimes the first few years, I would say, now this is a job I can see myself growing with. This is a job that I can do uh, until I'm ready to retire. And then, you know, I I would keep working that job and keep working that job in the same position. Or maybe I would go up to another position, but it still wasn't moving as rapidly as I was moving. I'm changing. I'm growing. So the person that I am now is not going to be the person that I am next year. And so with a job, my title doesn't change every year. Just in my experience, I mean, I I can't speak for anyone else, but my title didn't change every year. My pay didn't change every year. My ideas weren't valued the same every year. And I wasn't able to grow with my business. That's why a lot of times you'll get people that are really, really excited to go into their industry, whatever career they've chosen or whatever job they really wanted to get their dream job. And then a few months later, they're like, or a few years later, I don't like this job. I don't know how I got wrapped up in this job. I feel like it's not fulfilling. I lost myself. I feel like I'm being overworked, underpaid. And they have all these feelings. So what seemed like what you really wanted, a dream come true, you know, kind of changed into man. This is not a dream come true, but this is what what I'm doing to feed my family. And okay, I'm feeding my family doing this, but there has to be another way. So let me think of something else to do because now it's not even like I'm going to this job that I really don't love. It's now I'm going to a job that I hate. I, I can't even imagine waking back up, going back to this job. Or man, I'm counting the hours down to get out of this job, and I'm counting the hours until I have to, you know, go on another vacation. Or I'm counting down until I have some more PTO because I hate this place. I hate this this work. I don't like going to this job anymore. And a lot of times it's because that job didn't grow with them. You've outgrown the job, just like a lot of people in our lives, not saying that you have to kick them to the curb or not saying that you can't have relationships, but sometimes people in the positions that they're in outgrow our lives. And so we're holding on to different things, to different people, to different jobs in hopes of finding that definition of success and true happiness when really... Could have found what I was looking for if I took a chance on what God put inside of me. So I had to fire myself from believing that a nine to five was my only way of success. That was my only hope. That wasn't my only hope. So the first thing that I want to point out is I fired myself from believing that there was only one way to success. This is a lie that a lot of us believe that there is just one pathway to success. You grow up, you go to school, you're told that if you wanna be successful, you do this. You get out of school and you're told if you wanna make money, you go into this career, you go into this field, you do this, you do that. And who doesn't wanna make money? Who doesn't wanna be successful? The majority of us want that, right? And so I found myself being into this box, believing that there's only one way to success. And not just me, but a lot of people, a lot of my peers felt the same way until we actually get started on that path that we figure is going to lead us to success. And we find that, wow, success is not determined by anyone else's thoughts or assumptions, but success, true success, is something that I'm happy and fulfilled doing. I don't care if I'm making this much per year, if I'm not happy with the work that I'm doing. And that's what I got to the point of realizing. I got into a job really young. I was making great money, really, really good money. And so... I realized just then and there that, wow, even though I'm making this money, I can buy what I want to buy. I can live where I want to live. However, I'm not happy. I don't feel successful. You see me as being successful, but I don't see myself as being successful because I wasn't successful because I wasn't doing something that I wanted to do. I wasn't able to express my creativity. I wasn't able to grow with my business. I wasn't able to decide what I needed to do. I wasn't able to take time that I needed for my family, for my children. I wasn't able. I was. I felt like a slave to my job. And although I got paid, so, you know, I wasn't a slave or anything like that. However, my mind, my mind was enslaved to believing that I had to do something that wasn't fulfilling, that I had to do something that wasn't satisfying to me, that I had to do something that I ended up hating, all because... I wanted to be successful, and that was the only way that I could obtain success by working at this job that I hated for many years, not being able to have the free time that I needed to have with my family, not being able to have the free time that I needed for my sanity. How many times have you taken off of work just for your sanity? I used to take off work just so that I could have a mental recuperation day. I was like, this is not it for me. So I'm challenging everyone, fire yourself from the beliefs that there's only one way to success for you and your family. No, there's not. Whatever you decide to do should be because you decide to do it. And ultimately, because you're able to use the skills and gifts that God blessed you with, and you feel that you're somewhere that tolerates you, but celebrates you, that respects you. And that not just that, but that you find fulfillment in doing I fired myself from believing that I fired myself from believing that there was one way for success one way to success because that's a lie and that lie kept me in the mentality and it kept me in the box of doing things and wasting time wasting time doing things that were not beneficial to me and the only reason that I say wasting time because truly wasting time is a figure of speech that I use and not too often because I don't really like to look at anything as a waste if I learned something from it then it wasn't a waste however it also was a waste because it was something it was sometimes Time that I gave for something that I didn't really want to do was something that I gave that took away the time that I could have invested in something that I really wanted to do and that I really could have built on earlier. So don't beat up on yourself about quote unquote wasted time because I typically don't say wasted time. I learned a valuable lesson. However, you know, another way to look at that is to say, you know what, I spent a lot of time doing some things that really weren't beneficial and the long-term goal of my success plan. Not saying I didn't learn any lessons. Yeah, I learned some lessons. So, I, you know, at that point, like I said before, it isn't technically a waste of time. However, like I said, if I would have changed the way that I was thinking earlier, and I'm not crying over spilt milk, I'm just saying that time is valuable. Time is valuable. There are some people that did not get an opportunity to change their life in times, to actually walk in the path that would actually be fulfilling to them, to really find their definition of success. So I fired myself from believing that there was one way towards success. I fired myself from believing that there was only one way to success. Now, the second thing that I fired myself from is believing that success is what social media and society showed me. So I realized, like I mentioned, that success isn't what someone else tells me success is. I remember purchasing my first home and someone told me, someone close to me said, you know what? This is the American dream. You got it. You got the job. You got the house now. You got the car that you want. This is the, you're living the American dream. Go ahead, go ahead. And I said, okay, maybe, maybe I should go ahead and get this house because this is the American dream, right? This is what we've been working for. This is what I've always wanted. I, you know, I wanted to be able to live in a safe neighborhood. I wanted my children to be able to live in a neighborhood different from where I lived in. You know, when I grew up, I would hear sirens running down the street. Not all the time. I'm not going to say we lived in the worst part. Of my city. However, you know, I didn't live in Beverly Hills. I didn't live in an area that was considered quote unquote safe. I was able to see a lot of different lifestyles in the area that I lived in. I was able to see a lot of different activities going on in the area that I lived in. And so I say, you know what? Being that I'm able to purchase a home that allows my children to have the ability and the comfort to sleep in and not be woken up by police sirens, gunshots, not be able to look out their window and seeing drugs being sold. This is the American dream. This is success. This is success. And so I went ahead and I I moved in, I purchased the home. Now, I probably would have still purchased the home regardless if someone said that this was the American dream or not. It was a home truly that I was interested in. But there's different things that go into our decision-making process. And so who knows what I would have done if I would have gotten different feedback. I mean, typically I'm very strong-willed. And so ultimately, who knows? I probably would have still got the house. But The fact is that society and other people have a way of implementing what their success story for our lives is and what they feel that the ultimate level of success is. And so what I challenge myself to do is fire myself from the mentality of believing that success is what someone else tells me success is. There are so many people that say, you know what, if you ain't making money, then it ain't making sense. But how many of you understand that if you start a business, typically the majority of business owners are not making money the first day. They're not making money the first year, the second year, the third year, the fourth year, sometimes not even the fifth year. And so the idea that social media shows us that we have to be some billionaire babe in order to be validated, in order for our business to be real was a bunch of baloney, in my opinion. That's not how it worked in my life. And I'm still successful whether I made a dollar today or whether I make $10 tomorrow or 10 million the next day because I'm not defining my success based on what you say success should be. I'm not defining my success based on what Instagram showed me today. I don't define my success based on what kind of car I'm driving. I don't define my success based on what bag I have in my closet. I don't define my success on that. And so I began to take back my power. I began to take back who I am, I began to take back what Britney really wants to do. And that's why it's so important to discover who you are as a person and what you like to do. Because if you don't know who you are, it may be a very challenging journey to move forward in entrepreneurship or anything else in your life. Because you're listening to what everyone else tells you that you should be doing and not really following your heart. Because we haven't taken the time necessary to find out what we truly like doing, who we truly are, and what our success plan looks like. Now the next thing that I had to fire myself from was from believing that overworking myself was necessary. I believed that in order to achieve what I needed to achieve, to find this certain place of success in my life, not only personally, but professionally as well, that I had to overwork myself and sacrifice unnecessary things that were important and crucial to the overall success and health of my personal being, to the overall success and health of my vision, to the overall health and success of my business plans. I sacrificed eating when I shouldn't have. I sacrificed sleeping when I should not have. I believed that I had to overwork myself in order to achieve my definition or others' definition of success. I realized that working through entrepreneurship allows me the flexibility to be able to decide what's gonna work best for me. I don't have to get up at 8 a.m. If I choose that, I don't wanna do that. I don't have to work overtime because I'm mandated. I don't have to do that. And so I'm my best when I don't feel the pressure And when I don't feel like I have to run ragged all day in order to feed my family, in order to find fulfillment, in order to reach my definition of success. Entrepreneurship provided that freedom for me and it provides that freedom for many other people. I didn't have to overwork myself, even in entrepreneurship. Sometimes we can find ourselves getting wrapped up in the daily task and moving too fast and Overworking ourselves and committing to different things that we have no time for, and over-obligating ourselves to the point that a lot of times entrepreneurship doesn't even seem fun to some of us. Sometimes we feel like we've gotten ourselves in a position where, yes, we're an entrepreneur, but we've overworked ourselves, we've overran ourselves to the point, like I mentioned, that it's not even enjoyable, that we don't even find fulfillment. Or We still find fulfillment, but we we don't have the ideas and we don't have the energy and we don't have the creativity. And we're feeling the sense of demotivation because we're neglecting necessary things that take a big toll on our mentality, that take a big toll with our creativity, that take a big toll on us as people. And so I realized that overworking myself was counterproductive to my overall goal which was being the best person that I could be and finding success in a way that not only pleases me for today, not only provides a certain gratification for me today, but ultimately allows me to be able to work as efficiently as I possibly can, feeling fulfilled in a career choice or in a path or in a job or in a business that allows me to express myself, help as many people as I need to help and also grow with my business. There's no cap to the opportunities that my business can provide. There's no cap to the growth level that my business can provide. There's no cap on the income that I'm able to make. Overworking myself is not necessary in order for me to be successful. Overworking yourself is not necessary for you to be successful. Another thing that I fired myself from was believing that I was not capable, that I wasn't capable of coming up with different ideas outside of my nine to five that were going to be sufficient enough and successful enough to be able to feed my family. That I wasn't capable enough of sitting down and figuring out what I truly wanted to do. That I wasn't capable of going outside of the status quo. That I wasn't capable of finding a different way that wasn't necessarily traditional. And again, I can't even take all the credit that I just found all of this. I had to get back to the fundamentals. And so finding myself was deeply rooted in me finding my connection to God. I had to find God in order to find myself... Really figure out what I was created to do, what I enjoy doing, how I can implement the skills and the gifts that God blessed me with in order to not only help other people, but also help myself. And so I'm capable. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't need a nine to five. feed my children. I don't need to go into this building in order to be successful. I don't need to take this path in my life in order for me to be happy. I don't need to do that because all things truly work together for good for those that love the Lord. And so finding myself was a process and I had to get back to those fundamentals that I talk about so often. I had to go back to God. I had to enrich my relationship. I had to sit down and figure out what I really wanted to do. I had to really find a plan and stick to it. And I had to also fire some of these negative thoughts that I had, some of these unhealthy thoughts that I had as far as what success was, how I was going to obtain success, and start telling myself truth about what God placed in me. I don't need that job to be successful. I don't need to take this path to be successful. I don't have to do it your way in order for me to find happiness. Now, the last thing that I fired myself from was from settling. I fired myself from settling in lots of areas in my life. Settling on certain jobs or settling on certain opportunities or even settling for certain relationships. Settling, I found myself settling. And a lot of us settle for many different reasons, many different reasons. Sometimes we feel like this is as good as it's going to get. Sometimes we feel like we're not worthy. Sometimes I felt like, you know, hey, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, so I better be content and happy and satisfied with what's in front of me. I felt like I had to force myself to be happy. I felt like I had to accept what was given to me. And that was a lie. That was a lie that I fired myself from believing and fired myself from telling myself, you don't have to settle. I didn't have to settle. Sometimes we take ourselves through things and we sit back and we, we realize after we've spent years on a certain path and years committed to a certain relationship and years at a certain job, and we realize that, wow, I stayed in this position because I felt like I deserved it. I stayed in this position because I felt like I couldn't get anything else. I stayed in this position because I was too afraid to move.
1: And although fear is
0: very real, fear is very real. But one thing that I've learned to do is not trust just myself, not trust just what I want to do, but ultimately lean on God. Because I realized that no matter if I work, no matter if I choose to work my business, no matter what I do, I trust God in everything that I do. I trust that God will see me through. And seeing me through doesn't mean that everything's going to work out exactly how I want it to all the time, whether I work a nine to five or whether I work my business. Seeing it through doesn't mean that I'm going to feel the sense of happiness right that second that I wanted to feel. It doesn't mean that everything's going to fall into my life and fall into my lap as if it's a storybook. However, it does mean that I'll be all right. And I learned that I'll be all right. I don't have to settle for disrespect. I don't have to settle for a job that doesn't allow me to express who I am. I don't have to settle for your definition of success. I don't have to settle for doing what you want me to do. I don't have to settle for certain unhealthy relationships. I don't have to settle for a lifestyle that doesn't feel fulfilling to me. I don't have to settle and neither do you. So I fired myself from the lies that I was telling myself that kept me in a box. Success is truly defined differently in everyone's life. My success is not your success, and your success is not her success, and her success is not his success. Everyone's success is different, but I do know that one thing that a lot of people have in common associated with success is fulfillment, is happiness, is being able to work within their gifts and their skills, and at their speed, and growing at a rate that they don't feel that they have to shrink themselves back down. There has been relationships that I've been in, friendships that I've been in jobs that I've worked where I felt like I couldn't be my full self. I had to shrink myself down. I had to dumb myself down. I had to not show all of my potential because this may make someone else feel a certain way. However, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Allow yourself to be free. Allow yourself the opportunity to experience how it feels to live without limitations Your job does not define you. Your relationship does not define you. Your income does not define you. Your house does not define you. Your car does not define you. And you know what? Some of the happiest people, some of the most quote unquote successful people are the people that have sometimes less material assets than others. Why? Because a lot of them have figured out that success and happiness a lot of times are one and the same. I have this house, I have this car, but that doesn't mean that I'm happy. I have this business, I have this money, but that doesn't mean that I'm happy. I have this relationship, I have this job, but that doesn't mean that I'm happy. And so once we are able to say, you know what? This doesn't define my happiness nor my success. And I'm going to take a chance on God. I'm going to take a chance on believing that God put the necessary skills and tools inside of me And if I'm connected to him, then okay, we're good. I don't have to do anything that I'm uncomfortable with. I don't have to do anything that I'm not truly happy with. I don't have to do anything that's not allowing me to be at my full and best potential. So I fired myself. And I challenge you all to fire yourself as well from the negative thoughts, from the lies that are holding you back from moving to the next level in your life and also in your business. So I really hope that you all took something from this podcast. Like I say in every episode, I don't want this to end. If you do want to continue to connect with me after the podcast, please feel free. Make sure that you are favoriting this podcast. Favorite the podcast. Also, reach out to me via email with any ideas, suggestions, support, anything. It's welcomed. My email address is the letter B, Talks, T-A-L-K-S, at yahoo.com. Follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Brittany underscore Bundles. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Facebook at Brittany Bundles. Twitter at Brittany Bundles. And until next time, I will talk to you all in my next podcast. Have a blessed and great day.